Episode 183, Remain Passionate When Your Toes Are to the Fire. Hi, this is Richard from Short Films Teachers Love, which is a proud member of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to right now. The opinions expressed are those of individual hosts. Make sure you check out all the other great podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. And get ready because the learning begins in three, two, one. Educators, is your passion tank running on empty? Look no further. Gretchen of Always a Lesson has a double dose of just what you need. Come fill yourself up with an empowering educator's podcast to start your day feeling empowered. Hey, hey, elite educators. It's Gretchen here of Always a Lesson. Thank you for tuning in again to another lesson I have learned and cannot wait to pass on to you. I know that you are spending your free time investing in yourself by listening to this podcast, and for that, I am extremely grateful. Shout out to those of you who head to iTunes and let everybody else know what you think about the show. It definitely gives me insight into things that you love. And what season of life you're in in your career definitely gives me ideas for the content to produce this show. So thank you again. If you haven't yet left a rating or a review, I would love for you to head on over there. Tell me what you think. This podcast episode is especially for teachers in distress or transition because we're going to talk about how the challenging moments in our career can make us just want to walk out and give up before we've ever really seen our own greatness. So even if you're not in that season of life right now, it's coming and you should tune in. Let's reignite your passion and potential. You ready? Here we go. It feels so good to be back on the mic. It is so silly that just every other week release schedule seems like eternity. Life is just chugging along over here and I feel like I'm never going to run out of learning lessons. <laughs> I guess my mission in life is to just continue failing so that I can bring you enlightenment and tactical tricks to just speed through your own hurdles. But in all seriousness, I am realizing that this journey of learning lessons and teaching lessons is all about growth. I'm a better educator and a person now than I ever was, even though when I look at my path, all I see are these learned lessons. And that makes me think like, I continue to just keep failing over and over again. I mean, why else would I learn a lesson, right? But in reality, I am taking way more risks than ever before. I try more times in one day than I used to all week. And I continue to get up fighting stronger each time. And because of that, I mean, yeah, I have a lot to share about what I learned, but it's because I grew from the ground up to tell about it. I hope you enjoy my stories (laughs) of trial and have been able to really benefit from them so that you can reach your destination a little faster and probably with a lot less bruises. But for me, I'm going to say to you that you might miss the potholes I tell you about, but it doesn't mean you won't hit your own. And when you do hit your own, just know I always push through and get back up. I'm better and stronger for that. And so can you. So even if you don't have the tips and tricks for your particular struggles, doesn't mean you can't make it through too. It just means it's your turn to go first, light the way for others, just like I have done for you. 
Today's episode comes out of the fact that it's April. Spring breaks have come and gone, and that means it is the mad dash to the end of the year. And to an outsider, that might sound exciting and even like, ooh, easy street. But in my opinion, it is the hardest part of the year for any educator. I mean, if you're in a testing grade, you feel like you don't get to actually teach anymore because you're just drilling and killing. And if you are the lead teacher in your grade, you are hustling around making sure everyone's turning in necessary paperwork and data to prepare for student promotions and teacher closeouts. And if you're a new teacher, you have even more observations still to come and some potential hard conversations about why your kids aren't performing like other classes. But here's the thing, everyone, is experiencing stress. Your stress might be of a different type, but it's stress nonetheless. Your mountain might seem higher, but everyone is facing a mountain and everyone looks at their mountain like it's higher and harder to climb than anyone else around them. But like I've just told you, when your toes are to the fire is when you know you are in a moment of growth. Here's what I don't want to happen. I don't want you to think that this one season of the year is how your entire teaching career and teaching life is going to be from now until eternity. Stress has a funny way of taking you down this dark tunnel where there's no end in sight and you don't see anything surrounding you but this one moment in time. And the worst thing that you can do right now is give up. Don't pull the cord. Don't exit stage right. Your toes might be towards the fire right now with deadlines upon deadlines, but it doesn't mean you have to give up your joy and your passion to endure it, let alone survive it. I also don't want you to put your head in the sand and pretend it's not happening. See, stress has a way of pushing you harder than you can push yourself. If that observation wasn't tomorrow, you would not be designing a fabulous lesson plan that might just be the highlight of the year for your students. Or if that data meeting wasn't tomorrow, you wouldn't be perusing all your data points, locating trends and brainstorming strategies to turn things around before it's too late. Or if the big test wasn't coming up in a few weeks, you wouldn't be spiraling through old content that ends up strengthening the skill foundation for students so that when they go to the next grade, they've got the tools at the ready. These moments stink. They suck the life out of you and they make you crazy, but they're a blessing in disguise. They really push you in a direction. Whether you sink or swim, you learn what to do next time. You become stronger and better and wiser and more able. And in these stressful moments, do not give up or give in. Just stay the course. So here are three tips to ensure you can remain passionate during this stressful time of the year. First, acknowledge the fire. When you start to feel that your toes are to the fire with too much to do and too little time and the overwhelm comes knocking on your door, just say hello. Because stress is an old friend. It's a good friend. And so acknowledge it. You won't have a career or a life without stress. It's going to keep coming around. So you might as well get to know it and say to yourself, this is a season. This is a moment in time. This is not forever. I love what I do and I'm going to keep doing it even with my friend stress over here. And that mantra is going to help you get out of that dark tunnel that convinces your mind it's never going to stop or it's never going to get better or whatever other lies that you start to believe. Second, get real with the fire. You have to attack the fire flame by flame. Have you heard that saying, eat the elephant one bite at a time? I mean, I'm sure I've used it on this podcast. It's the same idea. The only way to beat stress is just get to work. The longer you sit and the more you ruminate, the worse it becomes. Face the music. Make a list of everything you need to complete. 
Next to each item, put the deadline. Reprioritize that list based on those due dates. Then cover the list so only the tasks in the next 24 hours are visible. And you're just going to complete each one and cross it off. And then when that day's done, you're going to uncover the next 24 hours on your list. And slowly you'll complete your tasks and your overwhelm will calm and your stress will subside. You didn't let your passion go to the wayside. You focused on what you could control in that 24-hour period. You covered everything else up. It didn't stress you out looking at how long the list is and how complicated the list is, but only in short chunks of time. During this time, you've kept loving what you were doing because you chopped your mountain into hills and you just kept climbing and your passion kept growing. That is all because you got real with what was in front of you. You fought the flame instead of running around screaming about the fire. So stay calm, stay realistic, and get to action. Third, outlast the fire. You are an educator because you're passionate about helping kids develop into their best self. You have the ability to break down hard to understand topics into easy to digest pieces. You love making learning fun and engaging, but most of all, you aren't a quitter. You aren't someone that decided to become a teacher just to leave the profession because of seasons of stress. And I'm not saying your stress isn't worth being upset over or it's not hard or that it maybe even is unfair. What I am saying is that you can overcome it and outlast it. If you hang on long enough, the fire's flame burns out and you keep moving. This phase might sound passive, that you just sit back, you enjoy because it's all over now. That is not it at all. This is actually the most important phase because you have to reflect on what you just went through. How can you use it to be better? Make smarter, more efficient choices? Develop stronger habits? I mean, you don't want to relive the same stress even if you meet the same fire. And what I mean by that is as you continue your teaching career, you're going to have the same sort of stressors come up, but you're better equipped the next time. So the stress level will be different. For me, I was in a testing grade seven out of eight years, and every year I knew it was coming. I had learned strategies to cope the previous year, and I attacked the flame. And eventually I found my perfect flow for dealing with that stressful, very unfun season, (laughs) but I didn't let myself believe it was going to be forever, that it was what my life as a teacher was going to be. I knew it was a short time of stress and the better I handled it, the better the kids faced it too. My passion stayed with me even in those fire moments. Also for me, I had back-to-back fire seasons. I had testing and then the year closed out with crazy paperwork and meetings upon meetings. I missed teaching. I became a teacher so I could teach. And this time of year, I was just a secretary, you know, shuffling paperwork around and a babysitter shuffling kids around, you know, tutoring sessions over here, end of the year activities over here. Ugh, I hated it. But that's part of the acknowledgement. I looked at it for what it was. And no matter how much I hated it, it wasn't going away. So I just got to work doing what I needed to do in those 24-hour chunks. And every year I got faster and better at it. And my mood was even happier during it too. I started just enjoying the mayhem and being present with the kids. And my passion started to grow in the same place where it was once stolen. Can I get an amen? The fire that tried to burn me out turned up the flame within me and I kept coming back for more. 
That's what I mean when I say these moments are marked for growth. You got to see these trials as moments where you see what you're made of. You dig down deep. You perform better than imagined. You come out on top. I've seen so many teachers come back from thinking that they were going to get fired for, I don't know, low test results or poor classroom performance to coming up with an effective action plan to move forward better. And bam, every year they got stronger. One even became teacher of the year. Can you imagine if she gave up? She would have never seen her potential. Her students would have never been able to experience the better version of herself every year she kept showing up. She went from, I'm about to lose my job to, I'm one of the best at my job. I mean, come on, people, that is toes to the fire. I wouldn't blame her if she gave up or even put her head in the sand and just let life play out. But she didn't. She acknowledged the fire. She got real with the fire and she outlasted the fire. It came down to how bad she wanted it. She was passionate about teaching and she didn't forget those feelings even when she was stuck in that tunnel of stress on the horizon for what seemed like forever. So you elite educator, you're passionate even when your toes are to the fire. So follow my three-step method, acknowledge the fire, get real with the fire, outlast the fire. And it's going to ensure you make it through and come back again to do it better the next time. You are growing in greatness each flame that you blow out. Let's see just how amazing you can become. All right, Elite Educators, that is a wrap for this week's podcast on remaining passionate even when your toes are to the fire. Now go out and be great because you've just been empowered.